Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> this is V, aka Vernon English, once again. Just anybody else who listens to this podcast and who pays attention to the inevitable rhetoric that drips from my mouth. And no, this is, I'm actually quite humble. Um, Shouts out to anyone on the LA, shouts out to anybody on the West Coast. It's crazy. I mean, this is 2022. The year is almost over. It's 2023. Uh, you could find this podcast series on uh, Spotify under Spiky Bebop, S-P-I-K-E-E-B-E-B-O-P. Uh, let someone know about this series and let them know that it's pretty legit. It's cool. It's some weird dude talking about stuff and he's smoking weed. And um, the weird stuff being as in science fiction and my book that I wrote and, you know, just giving reiterations of it. And then, you know, some other cool stuff too that I have wrapped up in it and uh, tying it into what inspires me. Incidentally, uh, anybody else who listens to this can be inspired to, you know, get on their own projects, uh, not to make excuses. No, this is not the Gary V, <laughs> the, the help, you know, inspirational, you know, help guy, hug a tree guy, none, none of that. This is basically from a writer's perspective and as your peer, uh, how to n- manage, <laughs> I want to say, all of these thoughts and kind of catalog them in your day-to-days so that you know, you know that you're on a project and that you're completing something. Uh, most artists have things that they do in a revolution or they do in their own type of uh, timeline and so they they have things that they're excited about they finish the project and then they have this wait period or a period of retrospect where you know they showcase it they give it to people they sell it there's certain things that go on along with a creative endeavor a lot of people and, and see now this is when I go off in my rent but Yes, uh, hit the subscribe button and let someone know about the pieces. (laughs) So I've been talking about, you know, artificial intelligence and it has been on my mind and I may just do this in like an hour series and just, you know, um, compile it for the next week or so. But I find that this will be something if I don't put my own hands on. I I will have to speak of in retrospect and and I'm definitely going to get my hands on. Um, this different aspect of creating something, uh, working with the machine, uh, given, you know, the tools and the things that we have uh, that all other artists possess, and then utilizing it and making it unique uh, with the machine and looking at the rareability of it or the uh, potential and, you know, accessibility to replicate that said thing. Uh, one of the things and draws about art that I always loved and that I always had this sense of confidence in was that there was a difference in the art. Uh, I could look at someone's piece and then I could look at the next person's piece and see, you know, that it was visibly different. And that from a kid to a grown man and then realizing my own art style uh, and coming to that realization is you know one of my life's accomplishments and you know visibly one could say it looks like this or looks like that but 
honestly, as an artist, I love paying homage to whoever it was that I learned uh, that technique from or that, you know, specific art, whatever, uh, visual cue, anything, you know, on a visual standpoint, uh, I utilize as a frame of reference, but never to, you know, uh, repackage and say that it is my own. Uh, paying homage to something is a, a grand task and it is not something that, you know, is unequivocally just, I would suppose, you can't really just say that <laughs> paying homage to someone is just a, a project or you can't just lump it into one sum. If, you know, different artists have different definitions and for me, uh, I never did that. I kind of, you know, if I chose something, if I chose a piece, if I was inspired by something, the homage uh, is a weight uh, that constantly weighs on as a theme, but I, I, I will come back to it, you know, again, if I'm still paying homage to it, uh, the piece that it was originally inspired by. There's no point where I'm feeling like, oh, well, I just did that, that was a project and I'll never come back to that again. Um, the sensibility of paying homage to something, for me at least, uh, encompasses a lot of my pieces and can correlate over a period of time or quite possibly a lifetime um, to pay homage to whoever it was that showed me uh, how to make art, how to embody art, how to put emotion into your art, and as a man to express that. <laughs> not more readily do men come off and tell someone why they made a certain piece versus why someone should buy a piece. The art world is weird like that. <laughs> However, I always, and it is always felt without words when someone, you know, wants something, I can't convince them not to buy my art. They, they just want it. They don't care about the excuses. They rarely care about my personal life. It, it's more so about what it is that I'm creating and crafting and how, you know, it identifies with them. And I've had it on more than one instance where somebody was like, oh, wow. Oh, my God. I identify with that so much. My, And then they tell me a story about, you know, something that happened in their family. And that's really cool. Like I had this one instance. Uh, this is a real true story. I was on my way to someplace and, you know, I was riding and walking here and there and uh, I was just chilling, you know, waiting for my next place to go. And his homie walked up and, you know, I was smoking my spliff or whatever and he was talking about my art. He's like, oh man, I love it, man. Thank you. I'm like, oh, thank, thank you. Thank you. And so, you know, I never really truly tell my story to other people. In most instances, more often than not, I will ask them, hey, how was your day? And all this, this, that, and the third. But in rare instances do I share, you know, the story that I'm telling you about, which is hearing colors to kill sounds. And I don't know what in me told me this gentleman this story that day. And, you know, basically giving him the premise of it and the synopsis of my book. And he stood there for a second and he was kind of like amazed. And then he looked down and he was like, man... I really appreciate that because, you know, a person in his family was going through, uh, what do you call this, uh, loss of memory. And so they had this sense of Alzheimer's and he was visiting. And he was like, this is a true story. I wish I could make this up. And he was just sitting there and he was like, yo, man, that I really 
you know, I appreciate that, and I appreciate it. it's like you know serendipitous that you're talking about this. Now I'm paraphrasing, you know, the last part, but he really, really, truly thanked me for you know that story, and he identified it. Obviously, he had someone physically in his family who you know had that instance happen. And in most things that you know writers go in and do, you know, as a personal project or have an endeavor. The, the thing that you're aiming for is to identify with your audience. <laughs> that, that, that must, you're, as a writer, you know what I'm saying, you have your goals, you're like, oh, I want 300 pages, I want, you know, the character introduction, I want, you know, the, the problem, and then I want the resolution at the end, and then I want, you know what I'm saying, to be allegories and, and all kind of shit in there. Like, those are great goals. <laughs> for a book, you know what I'm saying, and I'm laughing because I've, I, I'm going through the thought process of what and when I started my first book, and this was long, 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 long time ago, like, the, the, the idea was in my early 20s and didn't culminate until, like, my latter, my latter 20s, and I, that was a period of time of maturity, so as a writer, you have to understand that not all of your goals have to be you know super cut clean pristine root you know what i'm saying like you, you writing it off on a checklist type deal uh, ideally you want to you know identify if you have an editor if you have someone you know looking over your work to double check and to make sure that it makes sense and so that you can explain it without even writing it and it still makes sense before it's on the page that's what I mean <laughs> that that's ideally what identifying with your audience is and even if you look at you know the New York Times bestsellers and why they are so popular well one is that they're popular but two I mean over a half dozen or more than you know I, I want to say identify with whatever it was that was being written and it takes some time and it takes some maturity to understand what it is that you want as your message to say. For me, I, I write it down every day. <laughs> People misconstrue, and it's a really funny thing that I do, but there's only like a limited amount, you know what I'm saying? There's 365 days in a year. And, you know, there's like, what, a thousand maybe some odd pieces that I'll do of this message that I have until I feel like, you know, people have caught on to what it was that I was, you know, laying down as a track. But ideally I say, you know, every day is different. And I have these little messages and I leave them to people and they walk up to me and I walk up to them sometimes. And it's a really, really cool thing to interpret because once you think about it, as a writer, you have to accept that, you know what I'm saying? Like, even Stephen King writes, you know, three to five or however many pages he does a day. That culminates into a book. I don't know, every three months or some shit. Like, <laughs> like to, to work towards something and to have your own personal goals doesn't have to have a set number or a set amount of money. Uh, there, there's certain things as when you start out or even when you continue your craft you always want to have this authenticity of, you know, your own self and your own sense of uh, balance so that you understand and you accept the good compliments and you upset, you excuse me, you accept the bad compliments. 
all of these things, you know, sound really, really good on paper. It sounds even good for me saying it as a writer, but obviously the world is many, many different things. And so it culminates into, you know, opinions and it culminates into conversations and even awkward conversations of explaining your plight and explaining why someone should read, inevitably read your story. And for me, I never was into this, you know, uh, sense of ego and telling someone uh, just because. I always wanted it to be uh, that mysterious aspect that uh, could easily be missed, you know, even if you blink your eye uh, in life. And even if you look outside and you look um, at some birds or you look at some animals, uh, whatever animal it may be, it could be a cat. And you know what I'm saying, you look at it and you blink your eye and you're like, oh, wait, wait, where'd it go? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the instance of life that I wanted to reiterate to someone and to bring it to their attention uh, so that readily, if they forgot me or my name, uh, they would understand the message that I said and what it was that they felt at that moment when they realized the message that I set before them. So it's not so persnickety, it's not like Super Marvel leaving Easter eggs at the end of a movie type deal. <laughs> it's, you know, something that I always wanted to have as a personal experience with people in conversations and anything that we did, you know, it was to make it in, you know, something that they could go back to as a reference. If they came to California, they came to see something and experience something you know what i'm saying like and as an artist it's not my duty <laughs> to you know embody this awesome history that is los angeles uh quite humbly it ties back then to once again me saying that it is paying homage to this place uh, most people take so much and you know what i'm saying take 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 you know what i'm saying get on take 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 get famous, take, 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 you know what I'm saying, get their sense of clout, and then they leave, and then thrash, you know what I'm saying, wherever it was that they came from, and, and say that they would never go back, and this, this, that, and the third, for me, I'll, like, that, that's com the complete opposite, I'm preemptively, you know what I'm saying, thanking this place for, you know, me placing my ten toes down, me accepting me to breathe, Excuse me, I just set the fire alarm off. Um, also, if you do smoke indoors, that is a possibility. But nothing, but nothing I truly can't handle. Uh, excuse me if you heard that in the background. I had the sound bite and edit it. <laughs> yes, I, I do, you know, have my smoky atmosphere. But I also utilize that um, as my coffee. But it's neither here nor there. That, this ties back into my story, though. Uh, talking about how the inspiration of a place and a society, you know, has culminated into, you know, bled into my story. And, you know, the people, the characters are always talk about in the, the fashion that they are always learning something. There's no one generally in my story that stands on something so much unless it is a memory that, you know, persists. Yeah, that's like, super super like they know for a fact that it's that memory no other memory is there type deal and those are few and far in between where i i mirror these off of the, the people that i speak with and i don't truman capote a conversation by you know 
just changing a name or something like that, that's never the case. I generally want people to understand that I'm just uh, developing something, you know what I'm saying? Taking an element and taking this curiosity and changing it. So that, that's pretty much it. I'm, I'm working on a new, you know, character basis or a new setting uh, right now. So I'm going to take some time and think uh, what I want it to be. It's not a forest setting. It's not, you know, a meadow. It's not a city. It's a, a new setting that I haven't developed yet where it's not a dreamscape but something different and where people uh, have come to in a sense of peace. I almost think of it as a waterfall or, you know, some natural setting. But during all that sense of chaos, during all of this sense of confusion, uh, these people have come together and, and started, like, literally building a society um, by square brick run. And, you know, through action and seeing one another and, and coming like, culminating into this this grand, you know, thing. So I, I'm working on this and I appreciate anybody who listens to my story. Thank you for listening through the fire alarms and all of this and dealing with my, my just journey. And for anybody who, you know, sticks with what it is that I'm doing, I dare say that you will understand that. I'm just an artist and I will always and forever will be uh, showcasing that in the many aspects of how <laughs> one can go about doing so along with, you know, artificial intelligence, along with, you know, people going into space, along with <laughs> people living in, you know, obscure places that they had not only dreamed of before. Um, within this next day and age, I, I dare say the dreamers and, you know, the thinkers and other people um, not only need, you know, their own personal support from themselves and their family, but, you know, the support from others. And, you know, given that I get it, you know, time is money type deal and it's a business, but there, there's also that element, that creativity that will always be there um, that is unsaid, you know, and that's a sense of respect. So respect to anybody in the L.A. area, you feel me? Shout us out to anybody on the West Coast, you feel me? Shout us out anybody on this thing like this is nothing but respect in my high hat totality to these guys so thank you guys uh anybody who wants to invite me on the podcast let me know and uh this next one i think i want to do another hour series again that was hella fun talking about you know the difference between men and women and going through the journeys i really haven't like encompassed everything that i wanted to talk about because it's such a multifaceted subject and there's so many different spectrums of extremisms on both sides that, you know, you get this colorful picture of a, a grand cake of <laughs> things that people need to bite on, but then they're only biting on, you know, one layer of something. And I'll just comment on a, a few things about our society and how it's impacted my story, so... Yeah, yep. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I appreciate you guys. Uh, hit the subscribe button. Peace.